Welcome to episode 107 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name's Trent, as always, joined by Jason. This week, we've got some super joint action. Yes, we do. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, we've got Steven Taylor, the bassist of Superjoint. For those of you who are not aware, that's formerly Superjoint Ritual. They dropped the ritual, now just Superjoint. That, of course, features Phil Anselmo, Jimmy Bauer. You know, what more can you say with that? Yeah, I mean, you've got Pantera down, COC, I Hate God type kind of shit. Crowbar coming right at you. Yeah, and Steven Taylor's been a part of this since their return, basically, about two and a half years ago. Yeah. So we get into a lot of stuff with him here in a bit. He's also in Phil's solo band, which is Philip H. and Sumo and the Illegals. Yes. And we talk about that quite a bit as well. Yeah, yeah, it was an honor, and uh, it was a good conversation. Yeah, we saw him in Arkansas with this tour that Superjoint's got going on with Battlecross and Childbite. We're going to talk all about that here in a bit. But first things first, this is our first episode that is airing on 102.7 WSNR Internet Radio. Yes, that's a pretty awesome little coup for us, and we're really excited about it. Yeah, yeah, very glad to be a part of this family. They play music and podcasts 24-7. I listened to it all day yesterday. Heard everything from Avenged Sevenfold to Leonard Skinner. So you can't really go wrong there. That's how you want it. You want you want yeah. the, the spectrums and the variety. Yeah, so check them out. Listen to their music. Then at nights, they've got some podcasts. We're going to be on every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern or 7 p.m. Central here in our part of the country. So tune in. You can Speaking of tune in, you can find them on tune in. Or you can just go straight to the website, which is 1027wsnr.com. There's an app you can download that features, you know, tons of stations. But this is, of course, the one we want you to listen to. That's right. The one we're on. Yeah. So if this is your first time listening and you're listening through WSNR, we appreciate it big time. We've got 106 previous episodes. All of them are housed on SoundCloud.com backslash Thunder-Underground. Everything from... Megadeth, The Soil, The Sons of Texas, Battlecross, Death Angel. The list goes on. We'll rattle those off here for you in a bit. But find us at thethunderunderground.com or on Facebook, YouTube, all the typical stuff. That's right. That's right. Well, first things first is this weekend, if you're listening to this when we first dropped this here on Wednesday, this weekend is the first edition of Halata Fest. We've got two of them going this February 4th. This Saturday and the next Saturday, February 11th. And both days have excellent lineups. And this whole thing is, of course, to benefit John Halata's family. Because John Halata unfortunately passed away. If you're not familiar with him, he's the guitarist for Screaming Red Mutiny and the Joint Effect. Based here out of Tulsa. And he was not only highly respected, but a highly loved musician. And you can see that by all the stuff that's coming through for this event. Yeah. Yeah, they've doing a silent auction as well and there's already been stuff donated from the likes of slash drowning pool crowbar hinder i saw a couple others can't remember off the top of my head but you know that i mean that's pretty hefty names right there to begin with yeah i mean the the fact that they've uh, gotten so much love from different artists and uh <clears throat> and there's such a response i mean this the show is going to be off the chain and uh really going to give john a, a good tribute for sure yeah and there's Tons of bands out there. This first day features Grind, Chuck Cooley, Garrett Heck, Sovereign Dame, Enslaved by Fear, Forever in Disgust, Fist of Rage, Driver, Machine in the Mountain, Severmind, 
Screaming Red Mutiny, and the Revolutioners. Yeah. I mean, it's a who's who of Tulsa metal. It's going to be great. Yeah, this thing starts, I think the doors open at 1, I read, maybe, and the show starts around 2, but... I mean, get out there for as much of it if you can. If you can only do part of it, that's great, too. But like you said, this is a who's who of bands from around this area, and they're all excellent. You know, half those bands I just named have been on these pod- our podcast. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, the next week features, let's see who we got. We got Steam Shovel, An Open Approach, Social Genocide, Old Man, Oklahoma Hombres, Custom Black, The Joint Effect, which is... Obviously going to be a tribute version of the joint effect. Yeah, definitely. Stanley's Revenge, Not in Public, Guitar Dave, Gunner and Sebastian, and Ultra Blood. So, I mean, that's 24 bands right there that I just listed off. That's right. <laughs> and you're talking 10 bucks each time. All the proceeds, of course, go to Casey Holada, you know, to help with her medical expenses and the expenses they had from John and everything. So just get out there if you can. If you can't, there's also a page set up where you can donate. Even if you can just come out for a little bit, you don't have to. You don't have to donate your ten bucks. Is going to go help right there. Yeah, I mean it's it's a great cause. Uh, this was a, a a terrible thing that happened, and we're just trying to help out John's family. Um, and like Trent said, there's uh, there's a link to uh, donate. Uh, there's t-shirts and hoodies you can buy. Anything you know that will uh, that will help this cause out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They've got, yeah, special Halata Fest t-shirts that they have. Yeah. So definitely get out there. I got mine. Did you get yours? I have not. I didn't have it shipped, which I should have. Uh, I actually got a zip-up hoodie. So I'll pick that up this weekend. Hell yes. Because we're going to be out there. Yeah, definitely. And I know this thing, there's like Lynn Hernandez from KMOD, Turbo from The Cat. Those are both, you know, big Oklahoma rock stations. And they're both well-known DJs around this area. They're going to be out there you know, hosting this thing. And of course, just being a part of it. Cause everybody, yeah. everybody that is a part of rock music in Oklahoma, for sure. Knew who John Halata was. Cause the two bands that I mentioned, joint effect and scream red mutiny, you know, were extremely popular yeah. for good reason. Cause he was phenomenal at what he did. Exactly. Well, speaking of big lineups, we need to mention that DMG productions announced their, lineup for the GA rock stage at Rocklahoma. Yes. And this is the second year they did it. Last year was their first time doing it. They have it set up in the general mission area, the campgrounds at Rocklahoma. And they run this thing from 9 a.m. to right before doors open at 3 p.m. Yeah. And it's kind of a cool setup, a cool idea. You know, Chris Taylor of DMG and some others, I think, got together and thought this out because there's music basically going from 3 p.m. till four or five in the morning yeah so they figured well why not just fill the gap in between there you know give people a couple hours of sleep <laughs> after they're done partying and then get up at 9 a.m and just have music non-stop it, it, it's a great idea i mean it's rocklahoma we're not really going to sleep that much anyways right i mean let's just get honest with ourselves and uh this is just a great way to just keep it going even more and uh we've got a great lineup this year yeah, look at this. It starts 9 a.m. Friday morning with Agents of Chaos. Yeah. 
And we played these guys before, and they're heavy as hell. Like, you wake up at 9 a.m. to these guys. <laughs> I mean, you go over there at 9 a.m., you're going to be woke the fuck up. You won't need coffee. Yeah. I can promise no. you that. Fuck coffee. <laughs> right. Fuck coffee. You got agents of chaos. <laughs> it's like a triple shot of espresso to your fucking face. <laughs> there you go. That's all I can say. And we actually met Jason Austin. Yes, we sure did. Agents of Chaos for the first time in person out there at the show we're going to talk about here yes. in a bit. Then we've got Scorned, who we've had Cody on this podcast before. Then there's going to be a wet t-shirt contest. Which I know you're going to want to enter, Trent. Yes, I will win this thing. <laughs> then there's going to be a wedding. You know, how cool is that? You know, I know you're not a big fan of weddings or marriage yourself, but... <laughs> If you could get married, Rocklahoma would be a cool as hell place to do it. I guess so. If I ever do decide to make that goddamn mistake ever again, <laughs> I will save it for Rocklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> well, after that, Forever in Disgust, Kyle Williams Band. Yes. That's the first Kyle Williams Band that's on this lineup. That's right. Kicking ass as Shadows Collapse and then The Devil You Adore finishes out Friday. We've spoke about them many times on our podcast. They're friends of ours now, I can say. I sound like Eddie Trunk. Yeah. <laughs> no. Now, you haven't said it nine times in a row. <laughs> I'll say it a few more times throughout this episode. If he hears that, though, we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Eddie Trunk has been on this podcast before. Yes, so. yes. Go look that up. He <laughs> yeah. has been on this for seven minutes, yeah. but he was here. There you go. Then on Saturday, we kicked <laughs> this off Saturday morning with Forsaken Few, and that's another band that we actually saw live wasn't it with Probably, Soil? Yeah, well over yeah. a year ago Yeah, when we did the podcast. Yeah, they were with, great. I remember, they really stuck out, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did a podcast with Tim and Ryan from Soil. We went to Joplin for it, and Forsaken Few was opening up. And I remember both of us just really, really dug them, and we talked to them online after that, and it's another band we'd love to get on here in the future at some yeah, point. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure you'll hear some of their music here in the coming weeks as well, because we're probably going to try to play some of these bands throughout the coming months to... To get ready for this thing. There you go. Then, of course, we've got Crane Technique, who we have championed on countless occasions because, well, they're badass. Yeah. Heavy yep. metal at its finest. They're also they're also from Joplin. Then we've got Smoke Offering, who's the second Kyle, Kyle Williams, Williams band. That's right. A little bit different from Forever and Disgust. They got more of a, you know, sludge metal vibe to them, I guess, if you yeah. say. I, I would say so. Then we've got Caliber Theory, and then Saturday rounds out with Red Devil Lies out of Arkansas. Nice. You're going to hear more about that band here in just a bit. Just in just a few minutes. Yeah. Sunday, we've got Outside the Living, and we've got Vague Vendetta out of Arkansas. We've talked to them a few times as yep. well. Seen them live. They're great. Razor Fate, I'm looking forward to that. Been talking to Sean Fate, who's a member of that band for quite a while, and he's gotcha. a good guy. Looking forward to seeing that. Saul and Panic Device. And then it's rounded out the final slot on Sunday by the Battle of Bands winner from Life Fest. Okay. So that's cool if you're, I don't know what the status or where the stages is on that. But I mean, if you, you know, look into Life Fest, if you're a band and you want to be considered, there you go. There's a chance to, because I mean, that's a great slot. 2 p.m. That's right before the doors open. Yeah. There's going to be people milling around out there. It's going to be fantastical. Yeah. And, you know, during those three days, we'll, we'll be out there somewhere uh, handing out ibuprofen, you know, because it's kind of early. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do a service to our fellow our, our fellow campers. Okay. So we're official. <laughs> we're going to have 
ibuprofen with a Thunder Underground logo on it. So you can choose exactly. to either take it and feel better or save it as a souvenir. That's right. Either way, either way, it's going to be good. <laughs> well, once again, this is put on by DMG Productions. Their Camp Dark Side is the name of their camp area. Dark Side Management Group is what DMG stands for, by the way. They're going to be in GA Row 24, and it's the first 10 spots, so you can't miss them. I believe their stage is going to be covered this year as well. Oh, nice. So yeah, that's, that's even better for the bands. Super awesome, yeah. I don't know if the where the fan stand is going to be covered, Yeah. but whether or not, it doesn't matter. It's Rocklahoma. You're out there to party and have a good time. That's right. And what better way to do it than listen to music from 9 a.m. to 4 a.m. the next day. <laughs> well, I mentioned Red Devil Lies is playing Saturday on that stage. So I think it's time we should play some music. Yeah, let's get into it. This is Red Devil Lies, and this song's called Sweet Southern Tension.
choice that I'll make To leave or stay But I will not run Cause I'm not that guy That paralyzes progress that's made Through every day You left me there to die Southern Tension from Red Devil Lies out of Little Rock, Arkansas. I like that the word Southern's in that title because I can say these guys have a great groove metal sound, but there's that slight Southern tinge to what they've got going on. Yeah. You know, it's really cool through, you know, not just this song, but all their music. You know, I've been listening to that EP they have on Spotify from 2014. You know, we ch- we actually listened to that on the way to Battlecross, Battlecross, Battlecross and Superjoint. Yeah. And I've listened to it several times since. Then they've got a new P E P out now that's on Reverb Nation, as well as you can you can buy the music there, and they've got physical CDs you can hit them up for. And this is on the new one, of course. But I mean, just the the riffs, you know, are memorable throughout this. His voice is phenomenal. It goes in several different places. You know, you hear when he's screaming, it's got feeling semo, you know, tinges to it. When he's singing slower, you can hear a little bit of Corey Taylor in there. And then somewhere in between it all, I hear a lot of our our friend Adam Jode in there as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Scattered Hamlet. It, it, you know, the vocals just, you know, this band, the vocals stood out to me straight away. And just the riffs and just the way they, uh, the energy, it's just like a two by four to the fucking face. Yeah. I mean, it just right out of the gate. And this song especially, that was one, you know, my ears really, you know, perked up, you know, like my fucking basset hound when he hears something. I mean, just, <laughs> you know, and, and that, and that's when I knew, okay, this is the one we're going to play. I mean, this one just like, like I said, a smack to the face in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, I like that their their riffs always smack you in the face, like you said, and then they've got a lot of their songs, you know, either start a little slower or go into a a slower, more, you know, kind of sludgy southern kind of feel, but then kick right back up into that groove metal, you know, old school Pantera kind of feel at times, you know? It's going to be good live. Yeah. Yeah, Tell you that much. Definitely looking forward to hearing it because, I mean, they don't have a song that I don't like. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. These guys are one not to be missed. You can check them out, like I said, on Reverb Nation. You can buy their stuff, stream it on there, check it out. Get on Facebook, follow them as well. Red yep. Devil Lies. Buy their stuff. Turn it all the way up. Yeah. Well, like I mentioned earlier, we went to Fayetteville, 
Arkansas. Yes, we did. Made the drive over there to check out Super Joint, Battlecross, and Child Bite. This thing actually was kicked off by a, an area band. I don't know if they're from Fayetteville, but I know they're from the Arkansas area called Barron. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Had a great metal vibe to them. And one thing that I thought was really, really cool that jumped out at me was that you go to many shows where there's a, a local or an independent opener on the bill. And usually, you know, the bands after will mention, you know, thanks to the the opening act or thanks to whoever. And half the time, they don't even remember what they're called. Just yeah. thanks to the other bands, you know. <laughs> but Sean from Child Bite, like, literally mentioned the name Baron like six times. Yes. And then Gumby from Battlecross mentioned it a couple times. That's awesome. And then Phil mentioned it. Like, yeah. every one of them mentioned him by name and multiple times. And I thought, you know, that's a sign of respect, you know, not only that, you know, all three of those front men are good dudes you know they're gonna call out of anyway but there's no reason to have to do it more than once yeah well it's you know these are real dudes you know professional and you know they know how it is uh coming up and you know they're all in the grind so i mean yeah just they showing respect it's great yeah well first things first if you don't know what child bite is as soon as you stop listening to this Go search them on it, YouTube or Spotify and hit play. Immediately. You know, I wouldn't even be offended if you hit pause right now, right. went and checked them out, and then came back. They're that fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's what it's always great when it's hard to describe something, but they've got that real old school, you know, Dead Kennedys vibe, but it's like almost if you mixed it with something like System of a Down, which that sounds like a horrible combination. <laughs> like, that shouldn't go together at all, but it's yeah. like... Somehow it's like you mix all these weird, you know, the the weird stuff from something like System of a Down, and then you crank it up heavier, and then you throw in that whole, you know, that Dead Kennedys vibe or did, Black Flag or something. Did you just mention Child Bite in the same sentence as System of a Down? I, I don't know if I can do this with you anymore, Trent. Well, you know that I'm a fan of System of a Down. It's well, not like oh some god. kind of breaking news here or something. Oh my god, I'm looking at everything new now. I don't know what to do. Anyways. Just kidding. I love you. I had to give you a hard time. But no, it, it's like, it's like, uh, like you said, a black flagish Dead Kennedys. I kind of got that with like mixed with Clutch for some reason. You know? Oh, it's because you said he's like Clutch. Yeah, I mean, exactly. What'd you say? The singer of this band, Sean, is like Neil Fallon's evil twin brother. Yes, that's right. That's right. It's like, you know, and I don't say that like vocal wise, more of like a. His, kind of just like a persona kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, his know? personality, his yep. his stage presence, the way he moves, the way he holds his hands up. Yeah. You know, in the same fashion that Neil Fallon's always moving, always pointing, yeah. always like putting that hand up. He was doing the same thing, but it's like if Neil Fallon went insane. And that's <laughs> exactly. in, a, in a good way. Exactly, you know? yeah. Because Neil Fallon's one of the best there is. You know? Yeah, and Child Bite was so good. I mean, they're just visceral and raw, and it was just, you know, they weren't doing anything... You know, they weren't putting on anything. It was just fucking great. Yeah, just three dudes just going nuts on stage, like, loving the music. Yep. And it's it's great because it's not standard. It wasn't just some metal band up there just going yeah. through the paint-by-numbers metal. You know, this was, like, something that stands out. Yeah. It was four dudes. Oh, it was okay. You're right. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> that's, that's right. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm here for, man. That's yeah. what I'm here for. Yeah. Well, next up is Battlecross. And if you're not familiar with Battlecross, I'm I'm sad for you. Oh man, 
I mean, we, at this point, I mean, you know, there's not, I mean, I can't, you're just, this is one of the best out there. I mean, if, if you like modern day thrash mixed with some death metal, I mean, you know, this is just, this is it. This is the premiere, just hardworking, I mean, just stellar all the way. Yeah, we've endlessly championed these guys. Oh, yeah, endlessly. Because, you know, well before we started this pod, you know, since, you know, I got, you know, they came on our radio, or on our radio, on our radar, right, whenever Push, Pull, Destroy came out. Yeah. I think you or Justin maybe sent that video over and said, you gotta watch this. It, yeah, it was Justin. Yeah. And it just like, and from know, then on, knocked me on my ass. And yep. then, yeah, like all, all three albums are great. Can't wait for the fourth one. And they're just a band that, even though these albums are great, you have to see them live. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can't go to a Battlecross performance and not just be like in great spirits if you love heavy metal. That's, that's right. These guys, it's like literally like if every show, if the show you just saw was the last show they ever played, it would be a fitting farewell. That's right. Because yeah. every damn show they put on a performance like this is the last time we get to walk on stage. So lay it all the fuck out here. Yeah. All five of them do that. It's it's epic, and it's, you know, they're just, I mean, every guy is just talented as hell, and they make it look so easy. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and, and you know, and then you can you can also go into the fact that, the, you know, they're a band of the people. They really are, you know? Yeah, without a doubt. Like, if you want to meet them, you're going to meet them in every show. Yeah. You know, even if there's a backstage area, there's always one of them handling merch, and then the other ones always come out there and hang out. That's right. And... You know, they're just always interacting with the fans and everything. And we've had Gumby on here twice, and we had Tony Asta, one of the two guitarists on here recently, just a few few weeks ago, actually. Go back and check out all three of those episodes. You know, we're just, we can't say it enough, you know, how big of fans we are of these guys' music. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're just, uh, <clears throat> they're raging. They're putting it out there as hard as they can. And, uh, you know, they're just... Uh, paying their dues in a van and just uh you know trying to do everything right you know if 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 you go to a show if you see them out there you know go get them go dollar general get them a few bags of doritos you know go get them a 30 pack of pbr or a case of water they'll take it they deserve it you know yeah without a doubt you do that for any band you love that's like exactly you know at this level you know you can't say you don't feel like you know like they're gonna think you're stupid or something. These guys will freaking be happy as hell because they need you know, it. Every bit of money they're making is going to pay for themselves a tour for the most part. Exactly. So yeah, Battlecross, go get all three albums. Go see them live. The word regret will never show up in your vocabulary. <laughs> exactly. Well, super joint. What can you say? We hadn't seen them live since when was that? Two thousand two or three? I think it was two thousand four. Oh, Fest four. Okay. in Kansas City. That's right, yeah. And this the one is, with Priest and all that. Yeah, yeah. Th- this was such a way better experience and better representation uh, of of this band and where they're at now. I mean, I wouldn't take anything away from when we saw them back then, but this was just, this is where it was at. It really was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, I always thought of Superjoint just kind of as Phil's side project way back then, even though it had Jimmy Bauer in it, you know, and yeah. Hank 3 and whoever, but... You just, but now when you see it, obviously not just because, you know, well, Pantera was gone at that point, but 
you know, you think of down as being his focus, but when you see this, it feels like this is a band that is cohesive as hell. This yes. is what they're doing. Their live shows on point, you know, these five guys gel well together. Jimmy Bauer is one of the most underrated guys in metal. You know, he's one of the godfathers of like the New Orleans sludge with, yeah. with Kirk Winstein. You know? Yeah, and I mean, he's right up there doing it. And he's just like Phil, you know, he's got tons of different projects going on. And a lot of times when guys have tons of different projects going on, you've just got a bunch of okay projects. But these guys put it all into everything, so you've got a lot of several great projects. Exactly. And, you know, you can't say enough for that. And this, you know, Jimmy Bauer does it on guitar and Super Joint and I Hate God, then on the drums and down, mm -hmm. you know, which just makes it even that much cooler. Yeah. And then we've got guys like Steven Taylor who have this great story of where he came from. You're going to hear about here in a bit. Yeah, And definitely. where he's at now, you know, working with with Superjoint and Phil in a solo project. And, of course, you know, he talks about another project they're working on later in this interview as well that is going to be really cool to hear. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he got out of it for a while, and then he decided to get back into it. And, you know, this is what happens when he got back into it. It's a pretty cool little story there. Yeah. And... You know, Super Joint is fun, just like any live band that features Phil and Sumno, because you, you get great music, but then you get great Phil, whatever the word is. Philisms. Philisms throughout, <laughs> between, you know, between every song, and, you know. Exactly. You know, he sang, sang you know, during the middle of it to Battlecross, and then he, what did he do? He, he, he stole Kevin Graham's shirt. Yes, our buddy Kevin Graham stole a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Why not? That's a great story in itself. Oh, I Lord. guess I guess Kevin, it wasn't even a a regular shirt. It was an actual super joint shirt that he bought and gave him to try to sign. And I think Phil thought that he was giving him a shirt like a lot of people do, you know? So he just walked off with it. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's a great story, but not great for Kevin. I, I know. I know. Hopefully he'll get that. He'll get another shirt or something. Yeah. But, you know. Uh... And make some asshole noise. but. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Make some asshole noise. Uh, Philism. Right. Really. You know, but I also kind of want to mention uh, this album caught up in the gears of applications. Great. I think it's uh, a more, you know, um, realized version of what this band always could have been, you know, and uh, it's just uh, more together, you know, like you said earlier, cohesive uh, songs. This is just... It's way more of a unit now, and it's uh, it doesn't seem as scattered. Yep. And uh, the album was really cool to listen to. Yeah, and if for some reason you've never listened to Superjoint, you know, they're kind of, how would you say, they kind of sit somewhere between <laughs> punk, thrash, and metal. Yeah, know? they really they, do. They got, you know, intricacies of all three of them, and a lot of their songs are short in that kind of punk rock fashion. Yeah. Which I know you're a big fan of. we talked about that many times. So... Just like I said about Battlecross, Child Bite, and Red Devil Lies, and everybody else, check out some Super Joint if you haven't. Exactly. Let's give you a reason to check out some Super Joint. You ready? Yes, let's right. get into it. Yeah, this here's Steven Taylor, bassist of Super Joint. Yeah, yeah, it changes about a moment over there, man. Yeah. It's hot, cold, 
All in one week, raining. <laughs> yeah, dry. Cool. I know Superjoint obviously got back together for that Hellfest uh-huh. performance, and I'd read it was supposed to be a one-off deal. So what was the catalyst for bringing this back? Uh, I don't know. I guess it was, you know, we had a good time, and it, it all gelled pretty easily, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody just started throwing riffs around, and, you know, why not? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, you know, we just, it's still just as fresh right now as it was two years ago when we did that, you know, so. Yeah. What would you, uh, I know, did you guys do other shows after that before after the uh, album, or was it... Uh, we, uh, uh, we did a we did a Hellfest. We did a run with Danzig, and uh, we did a run with our, uh, on our own right before that. So uh, yeah, we did a couple things after that uh, horror fest. Uh, you know that initial get together <clears throat> last year, and then uh, we didn't really do anything uh, in in 2016. Uh, but just sat back and wrote a whole shit pile of music, man. So yeah. <clears throat> so you got a lot of extra stuff that didn't end up on the album. Uh, another Super Joint record? Yeah, well, I mean, did you have a lot of extra stuff that didn't make the album enough for, like, another album? Uh, I think there's a, a few riffs that got, uh, you know, on the cutting room floor that maybe we could revisit. Uh, but everybody's good at coming up with new stuff, so, you know, it, it wouldn't be hard to just get back in there and start writing again, you yeah. know? We just, uh, over the last year, we just uh, been writing for, you know, the various projects that we're all involved in, so it... Uh, that that pretty much occupied a bunch of time, and uh, we got pretty creative last year in 2016, yeah. man. Yeah. Even, even though it was a pretty shit year for all kind of other things, yeah, but you know, for us to get in there and just uh, woodshed and, and you know just kind of be reclusive and just start knocking stuff out, you know, in the studios. Yeah, pretty much what happened last year. So nice, nice. And hopefully uh, this next year coming up, it'll get all sprinkled on out there. You know? <laughs> nice. But you say writing, like, did you guys do it together in the studio, or did you guys kind of do it on your own and bring it together? Uh, we just brought uh, different ideas uh, in the studio for the different projects we're all in, uh, you know, Legals, and uh, we have some other stuff brewing with uh, Jimmy and Kevin, and uh, <clears throat> not really super joint per se, but uh, just a bunch of other music, you know, uh, but... I don't see us having any problem getting in there and writing more Super Joint at all, you know. Right. <clears throat> well, going back, uh, I know you're in the legal as well. So, like, mm-hmm. how'd you end up hooking up with Phil, becoming a part of working with them? Uh, originally, but yeah. with the illegals, yeah. uh, through Marzi Montezari, the guitar player. I uh, mean, him were jamming uh, prior to him getting a call to come out and do the record, and uh, I kind of came in on the tail end of that, and uh, you know, just pretty much. Was an instant brotherhood with everybody, man, and uh, just, you know, just kind of slid right on in the position. Yeah, yeah. We're from uh, Tulsa, and that was the that was a show that the little kid came out and played. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, was, that was, that, was awesome, man. That little kid, he did pretty good, man. Yeah, little Peyton, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, rest in peace. Yeah. And, uh, what a great little kid! Him and him, him and his little buddy got up there, and I was like, "Man, you need, uh, you need anything?" It's like, "No, I got this," and pretty much pushed me out the yeah, way. It's like, boom, because he looks so natural. Yeah, like, he just went out and just started ripping. Yeah. I was like, "All right, man, y'all have this," you know. <laughs> and uh, really impressive, man. And uh, what a great spirit that little guy was. Yeah, so for the, you know, I mean, I only met him at that show. You know, we communicated a couple times on Facebook and whatnot, and uh, what a great little spirit that guy was. Man. Yeah, that, that was cool. Y'all give him that moment. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, standing there watching that, you always think someone's going to play 
dime baggers or something that uh-huh. doesn't always come off right. But it was just so impressive how someone that age, especially, oh yeah, did it. And yeah. It sounded so natural and real, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can barely do it now. I couldn't do it when I was eleven. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was pretty awesome. Man. Yeah. yeah. Well, talk about uh, the bands on this tour with you, like Battlecross and Child by. I've been a Huge fan of Battlecross since I started, but I just kind of discovered Childbite after I found out they were on this tour. Really? Yeah. I'm the direct opposite. I know about Childbite for, you know, a few years now, and, uh, man, that, those guys are just phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, I just recently, you know, uh, been privy to the Battlecross guys, and, uh, you know, I just got to catch their show for the first time the other night. <clears throat> awesome bunch of guys, man. They were tearing it up every night, and... Uh, all positive things, man. The show has been going really killer so so far. We're on number five here, and uh, all all of them have been kick ass so far. So. Yeah, yeah. Battle across, they always bring it. Yeah, we love those guys. Yeah, yeah they're pretty cool, man. <laughs> well, where do you, I know you guys got another leg planned after this? Is uh, Super Joint gonna keep going through twenty seventeen, or probably take a break yeah. since everybody's got stuff going on? No, I think yeah, I think we we uh, I, I don't know any details yet, but uh, you know, I think it's. Uh, Somewhere around right before the summer, I guess. I guess I heard we're going to the west this time, mm-hmm. so uh, be looking forward to that. You know, around April, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> nice, nice. Keep an eye out for that. You know, <laughs> details are still being worked out on and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, uh, talk about um, you know before the legals and just anything. How'd you get going in bass? And you know, who, who's kind of actually this is the stuff. This is the first. The Illegals was the first band I ever really? played bass for. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a guitar player. Uh, never really tried to play bass, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And uh, you know, uh, I, when when Marzi got the call to come down and uh, do the record, uh, you know, I kind of uh, I was excited for him, and I was like, man, if you want to borrow any of my gear or anything because we were jamming prior to that on another project and uh so i kind of went down and helped him out a little bit and uh you know right then and there i was like man if you need somebody to fill in on bass or guitar you know rhythm guitar until you guys find a combination you're looking for whatever man just let me know well it took a little while for me to get that call to come in but once i did you know i just yeah fucking went after it you know and uh just not looking back from there. You yeah, know? couldn't say no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I started off on bass in, in, in the illegals, and uh, I don't know, you know, some bass players would probably look at me like I'm an idiot, you know, because <laughs> I'm just playing like a guitar. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's okay for the illegals because it's, uh, I mean, the first record's kind of bouncing around and, you know, a lot of uh, bouncy, kind of jerky parts, but. Uh, this next record is pretty just you know all straightforward grinding out and I actually go back I'm on guitar on this next record and uh, we got a new bass player to to, uh, to play on this one uh, so we're doing two guitars and uh, you know we got a new bass player on uh, the next Illegals cool. so uh, yeah I mean I just had to dive into the bass position and yeah. go for it you know and uh, it was a pretty easy thing to kind of do I guess <laughs> yeah. you know but I mean, you know, it, I didn't even really think about it. But uh, we did, I did have a lot of big shoes to fill in the illegals because we ended up playing a bunch of Pantera songs on that tour, on those few tours that we did. And uh, I was actually just thinking about this the other day. I was like, I don't think anybody else has played this many Pantera songs post Pantera with Philip, you know, like on yeah. any kind of tour or anything, you know. 
Because yeah. I know Downer, no, nobody yeah, does yeah. anything like that. And we had maybe five, six, seven Pantera songs we were doing it from time to time, you know? So. Yeah, that's that's a good point. It, yeah, so, I mean, uh, that was a special little thing we had going. And uh, I'm, I'm not sure we'll be doing that again with this lineup, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe, then, I don't know. Did, did you guys do just like the kind of the, the bigger Pantera songs, or did you bring out some rare ones? Uh, well, of course, my choice was Hellbound. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, no, I mean, uh, Death Rattle, uh, that was one of my, you know, favorite ones to do in Hellbound, too, because they're more like punk rock style, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't too much to think about, just fucking, just go for it. <laughs> so, uh, those were my choices, and, uh, you know, the other ones were, uh, we just pick and choose as we went on with what we felt capable of pulling off, you know, so. Cool. But, uh, yeah, that was great, man. I look back on some of those shows and I was, I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, you don't think about it at the time, you know, you just execute and, yeah. and to go back and revisit it, you know, you know, a couple of years later, it's pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. What uh, did you do guitar wise prior to illegals? Well, uh, the most famous thing I did was uh, a band called 16 Horsepower from Denver, Colorado in the, in the mid-90s. Uh, they were uh, a real hard band to kind of pigeonhole into any kind of genre or any kind of classification. A kind of a, <clears throat> an, underground, an underground kind of dark gothic western band is the only way I can, I can put it. <laughs> you know, uh, we do a lot of upright bass bowing accordion banjos uh and i played a lot of slide guitar so it was a lot of open tuning and but open minor tuning so everything was real minor and had a real dreary yeah you know old-timey kind of feel to it but still uh i don't want to say my kind of like uh, gun club was like a big uh uh influence gun club uh Birthday party, bad seed, stuff like that. You know? So I played guitar in that band and uh, a lot of slide work. And then from that band, kind of dispersed, me and the singer broke off and started Woven Hand together. I don't know if you ever heard of that band. Uh, kind of a almost the same kind of style because same people writing, the, yeah. but uh, a slightly different di- direction. Uh, so that's one to look in. I, I played on Story and Pictures, the first record uh, yeah. that we, you know, we uh, started that band with. And after that, man, I took a hiatus for about ten years. Wow. Because you know all those torn from the '90s and everything. Uh, I lived like a gypsy for like twenty years, you know. And then I woke, I was like, I don't have shit to show for this, so I need to get to work. So I started working and you know developed the company and stuff like that. And yeah. then. Uh, and somehow I'm here doing it again, man, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I don't know any too many people that get another chance to do shit like this at this level, you know? Yeah. So I feel really blessed and, you know, happy and, and grateful and honored to be here doing this shit, you yeah. know? And to be involved in the illegals and then to be involved in Superjoint and then now to be involved with, you know... <laughs> We ha- I'm in a project called Metroton and Gongo with Philip, which is like the fucking, fucking heaviest death metal, black metal. I don't even know what the fuck you want to call it. The heaviest shit you own here. <laughs> and then we have this mellow project now that we're you know doing. And actually, 
we just compiled like probably 35 songs in the last three or four months of, of tail end of this year, you know? So just creatively just flowing out of every pore, man. And, that's, that's you know, awesome. trying to squeeze it out of every player as much as we can and, and getting it documented before the old clock stops ticking, you, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this, this, uh, Mellow Project, is it is it acoustic or is it just well, kind of clean? It's kind of, you know, speaking of 16 horsepower and woven hand, I'm pretty, I'm kind of drawn back from my past with that because yeah. uh, I did a lot of open minor tunings and that's what I bring into this. Uh, but we're mixing a whole lot of shit up. Acoustic guitars, electric guitars, keyboards. Uh, we're just throwing the whole shebang in there, man, and yeah. just mixing it up. And it's... Every song is just, uh, to me, it's epic in its own way, man. Every one is just an epic piece of music, and uh, people want to trip out, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I can I can appreciate the open tuning stuff, because I try to do it, and mm-hmm. I mean, if it's not E or drop down, I just, my brain shuts down, so that's that's really cool that you can do that. Well... I've always mm-hmm. been kind of intrigued, you know. I, I just found out the tuning I used was, is what supposedly Keith Richards has been yeah, using yeah, forever. That, I had no idea, you know, and uh, <laughs> what it really is is a banjo tuning, I think. Okay. Uh, I use, um, it's just an open minor tuning, and I believe it's just a banjo. It's not dadgad or anything, you mm-hmm. know, so uh, I think it's just a basic banjo tuning, you know, they call it the junkie tuning, because <laughs> it's so fucking easy. Yeah. But, uh, for me, if I get if I'm in standard tuning and I get stuck, like uh, I can't come up with any riffs in standard tuning, I could easily switch to open tuning and I can go major minor, and I'm like I'm in I'm in like three different worlds like that, you know, and you know, capo third fret, capo fifth, capo around. You got a whole another thing going on. So it's like when I'm stuck on something, I'll 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 just switch the string arrangement up yeah you know fuck up the fretboard and then now I'm, i gotta think differently you know so it always kind of keeps me fresh on on ideas and stuff yeah that's that's awesome i dig that <laughs> who else is involved in that project Steve uh it's me philip um uh, jimmy's uh playing drums on a lot of it uh kevin's involved uh so it's basically super joint Doing <laughs> basically <laughs> uh uh yeah but you know we're just drawing whoever's great you know best suited for the part mm-hmm. you know at the time and kevin's multi multi uh you know we're, nobody's just thinking metal you know what i mean everybody's got different yeah. things going on you know yeah. and uh that's what keeps music fresh man you know you, you i can't think just one way you know i gotta do a whole bunch of other shit, you know, just to keep me satisfied, or I'll just go bananas, you know. <laughs> That's the best way to be there, yeah. you know. <laughs> do you still, I mean, work in your off time? You said you started a business. Yeah, unfortunately, I still got to work in my off time, man. Uh, you know, I started a little construction business, and, and you know, I'm really blessed and thankful on that side, too, because I have, you know, friends and family that are willing to go out and, you know, cover for me while I'm out here doing this. So, yeah. you know, uh, it, it helps out a lot. And, uh, you know, we can't, we can't survive on selling records anymore. You yeah. just got to do other <laughs> shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. So did that make it easier? You know, you got a good support system that make it easier for you to come back into this and, and, you know, uh, 
Yeah, actually, you know, it did. Uh, real supportive wife and, you know, family mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, really, again, you know, blessed on that side, too, that yeah, I'm able to come out and do this and uh, they can hold a fort down at the house while I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, it ain't too bad. We don't go out for too long, you know, probably no more than a month at a time, usually, yeah. you know. Uh, I think the longest we did was Danzig, and uh, that tour was like six weeks, so that was about the longest we've we've done in the last few years so uh you know no extensive like three month runs or anything going on right yeah, now so yeah that's kind of cool yeah uh, yeah you know. what was that like the first time you stepped back on stage after a decade did it just feel natural like you never left oh yeah i mean well since then i did a few reunion shows with some bands it's not like i uh it, yeah it was just like getting back on the bicycle man yeah, yeah. Cause I don't give a shit, dude. I've always been <laughs> punk rock anyway. Yeah, yeah. A hardcore band. Before the six dude horsepower thing, I was in a band called Spunk, and that was like Houston's biggest hardcore punk rock band. And yeah. you know, I, I moved from New Orleans to Houston in the early '90s, and I, I couldn't get a band formed in New Orleans for some reason. You know, I, I wasn't. I knew Jimmy and all them back in the time, but we weren't really musically friends. You know, we were pretty much passing through at the bar each other, saying, "Hey, whatever," you know. But. uh uh, as soon as I moved to Houston, within a week, I was in this band and I was touring the United States constantly. Uh, back then, it was like we used to book out of the uh, the uh, God. What was the was it the Maximum Rock and Roll Tour Guide? Uh, Sean. Yes, sir. What was the what was the Rollins book back in the day with all the venues? Was it the Maximum Rock and Roll Tour Guide? Yeah, what was, I mean, yeah, get in the van. That book, I don't know. Was that later? I, it might have been later. I'm, I'm thinking of Laura. I'm sorry, I can't help you out there. I failed it, Steven. I'm sorry. Sorry. I think it was. That's what I think it was. Anyway, we'd we'd book our shows out of this freaking yeah. magazine that had a list of all the clubs around the United States, you know. And that we just went out there hardcore and just gas money, staying in people's houses, playing basement shows, whatever, man. Just and. When I settled like a gypsy for 20 years, that was like a good, <laughs> a good seven, six, seven years of it, you know, just being out, just cutting my teeth on the road, man, and just, you know, for no money and, and just living, thinking you were living the dream of yeah. pursuing something, you know, and that's one thing I would tell people out there playing music, if this is what you want to do, don't give up, you know, because you never know when the fucking, the door is going to open. You know what I mean? It, 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 I, the, the door didn't open professionally for me. I mean, I'm telling you, I was in a van driving around, yeah. hardcore style, but that's wholly professional, you know? That was like no money every night, just doing it on your own. But the the, the first ever band I was in that was professional was 16 horsepower, yeah. and that wasn't until I was like my late 20s, almost 30 years old. You yeah. know? So, and here I am, I'm 50, man, next month. So, you know, yeah. you never know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're wrapping up because of the noise, man. Yeah. We appreciate your time. Yeah, man. I appreciate Thanks, this man. interview, man. It was yeah, awesome, bro. Great. Yeah, Thank you, man. Appreciate, appreciate it, bro. Take care. Have a good man. There you go. Steven Taylor, bassist for Superjoint, and Philip H. and Summo and the Illegals. Very cool. Very glad to have him on here. Thank you to Liz from Earsplit PR. Thank you to Kate. Superjoints tour manager, and of course, thank you for Stephen for taking the time sitting down there with us before the show. Yeah, it was a great conversation, and uh, we even got a little small cameo from Sean from Childbite, didn't we? That's right. A little like two second thing there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He came in to get some refreshments, and while he was doing that, you know, 
Stephen hit him up there, so that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, really looking forward to hearing this. That he called it a mellow project. Yeah, you know that he's doing with basically the other everybody in Superjoint. You know, yeah. so I'm really looking forward to hearing that because you know any anytime you hear Phil sing slower stuff, he's got such this great voice that doesn't get showcased as much as it should. Yeah. And, you know, so I love it when you hear that and down and stuff like that. So this will be really cool to hear, you know, what guys that you know specifically from heavy stuff are going to pull off with this project. Yeah, yeah it should be really interesting to uh, see how that turns out. Yeah, well, once again, thanks to Stephen for the time. And like I said earlier, if this is your first time listening to us, if you're listening on 1027 WSNR, we appreciate it. Thanks again to John Sweeney and WSNR for bringing us on as part of their podcast family. Much appreciated. Once again, that's 1027WSNR.com. You can listen right there any time of the day. We're on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can also check that out on 2N and the CryKey Premium Radio app. Download that thing and listen to us every Monday night. Do it. You can listen to all our previous episodes on soundcloud.com backslash thunder-underground. We've got 106 previous episodes. Most, you know, the majority of them will have a guest, but some of them, it's just us talking and playing a song or two. We talk about whatever's going on in rock and metal. We cover everything from, you know, hard rock, glam rock, southern rock, to heavy metal, death metal, thrash metal, punk. We just, we go through it all because, you know, we're fans of all this stuff. That's right. So, uh, you know, why not cover it all? Yeah. And if you're checking out these previous episodes, we've had on guys from Drowning Pool, Megadeth, Overkill, Avatar. Eddie Trunk's been on here, like we said. Corrosion and Conformity, Crowbar, The Obsessed, Nonpoint, The Sword, Warrant. We've had Europe, Great White, Down, guys from Down, Death Angel, Sons of Texas, King with a Y. Hell yeah. That was a good one. Uh, Trickster, uh, Ian Moore, we even had Shooter Jennings, um, guys from the Street Dogs, uh, Battlecross, as we talked about before. Uh, we had uh, Ryan from Miss May I, uh, Caroline Spine, Scattered Hamlet, what, three times? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Soil, uh, Frank Cannon Band, and just all kinds of guys. Yeah. The list goes on and on. Get on there. SoundCloud, check it out. We're also on com. you can find them all on there as well get on facebook give us a like get on twitter at thndrundr ground follow us there youtube we're at the thunder underground subscribe to us besides all the stuff we just mentioned we do some you know reaction videos on youtube where we talk about you know stuff as it happens like we did our instant reaction to the new metallic album you know after one listen same thing with avenge sevenfold's new album we did it for a review for a Black Sabbath concert we saw, our reaction to the Rocklahoma lineup when it came out. Yeah. So that kind of stuff, you know, there's no schedule of that. Just when it happens, we'll do it. That's right. Well, you got anything else we need to talk about? I think that wraps it up for this week. Yeah. Once again, WSNR, thanks for listening on there. Thanks for listening if you're on SoundCloud. And until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all. Thunder Underground, y'all.